0: hello nerd nerdettes this is nerd talk with chrissy of course my name is chrissy we have a lot to discuss including lord of the rings the rings of power first two episodes we're going to discuss in this podcast and it looks like the episodes are going to premiere every friday night so every saturday i will be coming on to discuss each episode also we have more d23 news as well so let's get started with discussing the first two episodes lord of the rings the rings of power at first i was very skeptical Very judgmental of the show. I didn't think it was going to stay true to the essence of Tolkien and his universe. I was completely wrong. The show was absolutely amazing. I actually enjoyed it. It was very Tolkien-esque. Very similarities to Lord of the Rings. A lot of references. We're also going to get a lot of similarity Obviously, so Let's go into episode one. We see a young Galadriel for the very first time. Such a cute little girl. We finally get to see that she had a family. We never really knew her backstory in Lord of the Rings unless you've read the books. For all you non-fans of the books or those who never read the books, we now know that Galadriel did have a brother who loved her dearly. And we saw a glimpse of Sauron very cool him in the flesh looks very awesome i can't wait to see him more up close than just a distance but we're gonna hopefully see more of that as we go down the line we get to see the very first battle before the men and elves beat saharan back in lord of the rings when galadriel's brother goes ahead with the elven warriors and try to defeat Sauron as orcs. We do see it was their first defeat against the Dark Lord. Of course, this makes Galadriel sad, and we get to see that she was a warrior before the Lady of Light. Let me tell you, Galadriel as a warrior is so badass. She took down a snow orc, snow troll, I should say, excuse me, by herself without the help of her battalion, who have finally abandon her because they believe that her search for the Dark Lord Sauron, who disappeared, was unsuccessful and useless. We finally get to meet Lord Elrond long before he became King of Rivendell. Very young. He, the actor who plays him actually looks like a very young version of Hugo Weaving who was the original actor of Lord of the Rings. Elrond, very cool. We get to see some hobbit-esque creatures. They are like hobbits except they're wanderers and they like to move around instead of staying in one place. They were very adorable. I love Nori. She is the cutest thing ever and of course she's got her best friend who is a female version of Sam. Love her too. She's very down to earth. She keeps Nori grounded once in a while. We finally get to see how they get into the Grey Havens. It was so beautiful. It was so realistic. It looked absolutely amazing. So a couple of new characters, obviously. There's two new ones. There was the young man Galadriel Meets when she jumps off the boat to go back home to the Grey Havens or Valenor, for all you people who do know that. And we get a new elf who actually falls in love with a human. And apparently, back then, it was forbidden because men hated elves, which was so odd because elves did nothing wrong in their eyes to the city of men. We also get to see that Elrond has a long standing friendship with Dorin, who is the prince of Galdador, which was a cause of doom. Excuse me. Before the bell rock, we get to see. Doran's father apparently Doran was married with kids we get to see how that friendship lasted it was amazing I love that there was a friendship between them I, I knew I was not gonna like the fact that the woman didn't have beards but I kind of liked it because I get that this is early on in the centuries and this is centuries before Lord of the Rings anyway so Obviously, they've never grown out their beards, so I can kind of see how the females didn't have their beards yet. I still like them, very cool, especially Dern's wife. She was very funny, I loved her. Then we go into finally the Mark of Sauron. We see this throughout the show, we, a couple of episodes, especially the first one. This is how Sauron goes ahead and makes his mark known. Also, on how his followers, the orcs, can find him if they ever can. The end of the episode was very weird. We see a comment, which I thought in the trailers were stupid, but now I get it. It was actually a man who, for some reason, can't speak but communicate with his powers. I have a lot of guesses on this one. I thought it was Gandalf, which was a really weird guess just because the way he looked, the way he used his powers... I'm not so sure because I don't think Gandalf was around back then. It's been a long time since I read The Similarian. And I don't remember if they discussed that in Lord of the Rings as of yet. Where he was during the fight between the men and the elves and if he was around. But Normie does find this man and he connects with her in a way to where only she can communicate with him. Which is what I love. And that's how that episode ended. I was very thrilled with this. So I went right into episode two. Episode two obviously starts off where it picks up. Where Nori is now befriending the stranger who we don't know. And he's pretty much telling her and her best friend through fireflies. That the stars are going to fall. We don't know what this means yet. We see wolf like Wargs, which were really cool. The orcs were great in this one. The show is very awesome. I am very happy with it. Uh, in season t- in episode 2, I should say, we get to see more of how Sauron had destroyed the families. We all get to s- we also get to see this little boy Theo because we also obviously get to explore more of this relationship between his human mother and the elf Theo, the little boy, found a sword with the mark of Sauron. It could be Sauron's sword. We don't know what this means for this little boy, but we see him all of a sudden with the sword. It starts spewing fire and almost fully forms. Once again, we don't know what this means yet. He could be meant to hold a sword. Maybe that was <clears throat> the leader of the Ringwraiths before he became a ringwraith or the leader of men. We don't know that backstory either, so we're not sure. The attack on their home by this orc-like weird creature was absolutely awesome because the mom just chops his head off, which I absolutely loved. We also get to delve into more of Elrond and Durin with his family. Durin's father has a distrust for the elves. Obvious reasons, we all know this. So, Doran, though, has very much respect for Elrond and trusts him completely, especially that Elrond's asking the elves for help with binding together defeat, whatever's going on. The way the episode ended, very exciting, which was, of course, the Fireflies. They talk about what's going to happen in this season, and apparently it's going to be 50 hours according to this. We don't know if this is going to be just a very long epic, which will only be one season, or will they split it up into two different parts, like they did with Stranger Things when it got too long for season four? We don't know how that's going to happen. So that's going to be very exciting. In the previews for the following next episodes, we get to see a vision of the bell rock. We finally get to see how the dwarves. Get the bell rock in Casa Doom. How we get to see them delve too deep. Maybe they really weren't greedy and it was just accidental. We're going to know more as we go into that episode. Hopefully, we don't have to wait too much longer for that episode. The fighting's going to be amazing. The CGI, the graphics, everything was really great. I just hope they don't destroy this show because obviously, they still have to go into Numenor. We still have to see a very young Aragorn. We still get to see a So obviously the show is going to end. With the fight between. Zildur. His father. Men and elves. Against Sauron. We all knew this is how the show was going to end. But how it all leads up. Is going to be very amazing. Because obviously Galadriel does not fight. But Elrond does. So we finally get to see how. She goes to being the Lady of Light. Especially during. As we say with the Hobbit when she does defeat his little shadow in the Hobbit. So we finally get to see why she wasn't there and why she really doesn't get to see him up close and personal in full form. Hopefully she does maybe. We're not gonna know. But as I said, a very, very amazing show. I know it's gonna be a little short podcast because I am by myself. And it's a lot harder to be by myself and talk an hour. Uh some more D23 news we're gonna get into Just announced that, let's see, I just saw it, there's going to be Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool introduction to the MCU at D23. I will be live for that on September 9th because that will be the day they're doing all Marvel with the cast of Fantastic Four. And now this new one with Ryan Reynolds, how he's going to play a role in the MCU will now finally be discussed. Very excited for that. Whether he's going to be in the new Avengers is still yet to be seen. Whether he's going to do a cameo in one of the other shows. She-Hulk just keeps getting worse. I'm not even going to go that. We're not even going to discuss it. This the show is just terrible. I'm sorry, guys. Hate to say it. But this has been Nerd Talk with Chrissy. If you have any questions, comments, you can go ahead and leave them. And if you want to ever join my podcast, you're more than welcome to. Just shoot me a message. Follow me on Spotify. Thank you and have a nerdy night.